And now for the podcast that's going to recast your favorite female co-host, but keep its leading men. This is Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. But um, but um, but but I'm still trying to get that one. You don't get that, T? <laughs> because no, I'm, my brain is working slow. House it's of the more, Dragon. It's more bullying. On, House on... of the Dragon. Oh. They literally oh, recast. Oh, them. because they all they all aged everybody up. Y- yeah, yeah, but but well, they no, recast all the females, but they kept all they, the males in the same roles. They aged up the two female leads. All the men got to stay the same, and of course, I am being slandered. Because what else is new? You're you're just shrapnel right here, Ariane. That, that's all it is. Yeah. You're, you're just taking the yeah, shrapnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Okay, so I am T. Uh, I am joined with Spade and Sigwapa herself, Ariane. Why do you introduce uh, me last always? We save the best for last, last but not least. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and in, you know, right? No, yeah. You know, like I'm in the movie credits, it says, and Sean Connery. You know what I mean? So well, it's, like, it's like a Marvel movie. The best part is always the post-credits, right, Ariane? So the very right. end. Yeah, there, there you go. go. You're, you're, not, you're our very own mid-cre- post-credits you, scene. Spade, Spade, Spade do, you mean, do, you mean, do you mean do you mean those scenes that are in the middle of the credits? They're post- As well, no, when no, you're no, saying no, that? No, They're post the main feature. No, please. Please, no, this is a totally, this so, has nothing so, to do with what we're doing today. You, you don't uh, want to have this argument yeah, on the podcast uh, about semantics? We can yeah. have, we can have this on the next episode. <laughs> right, well, well, yeah, well, when, we, when we record Black Panther in 45 minutes. All right. So being as timely as we are, we are, oh, we are going to, what are we going to talk about today, Spade? House to the Dragon, House to the Dragon, House to the Dragon. Which ended like six months ago. Game of Thrones. It's just like Game of Thrones, but we don't know these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. That's not my joke. I heard that somewhere, so I don't take I won't take credit for that. But it's like it's like Game of Thrones with people you don't know. But um pretty much, but Which you is know good, what? I think. Yeah. Which is so it's been a while. It's it yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a while since uh since it, how how long ago did it? Uh, it was like uh, a month ago like... now. Oh, okay. well, oh, like the House this... of the Dragon is over. Yeah, it's over like a month. We're recording the, the Friday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So House of the Dragon ended yeah. in like October. It's just, you know, our schedules have been a little crazy lately to get the three of us together and actually record something. So some people been on vacation. Some people. Some some people have a new little one. Yeah, some people they do. Congratulations. Baby. New little babe. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, um, but all right. Okay. I uh so where do how do we want to like cut this steak up so we can chew on well, it? Well, it's been three years since Game of Thrones ended, right? When we first started the podcast, the final season was just starting. If you go back and listen to, I want to say our first maybe three or four episodes of the podcast, T and I were talking about the final season, and uh, I think it's fair to say that it was good, not great, and it was a letdown and. This series coming back kind of had everybody on edge and a little nervous about what it was actually going to be, and uh, you know what? They they crushed it. They cru- this was peak Game of Thrones, I think. They definitely delivered. Like going into this, 
I was skeptical. I was just like, why do we need this? What is the point? I don't understand why. Why? Like, I, I mean, I understand why, because Game of Thrones is a huge, was a huge, huge hit for HBO. So, of course, they want to bring as many viewers as they can. Well, it had to be the biggest H- show ever, right? I think it's probably their biggest show ever, for sure. Um, in terms of budget, in terms of viewership, in terms of yeah. um, accolades, it's their biggest show ever. And then they dropped the ball so badly on the last season that it kind of killed a lot of the cultural... Um, significance that Game of Thrones had in a, in a really right. unfortunate way. So then when they announced House of Dragon, a lot of people were just like, I don't know about this, man. And I certainly was one of them. And I was just like, mm. I, I, I watched because I knew I had a commitment to the show with you guys to watch it. But also, like, I'm not going to lie. I was curious. And I, I'm glad to eat my own foot. In the same way, just like with Andor, you know, I wasn't looking forward to Andor until it proved how good it could be. And when you have people behind the scenes that are really good at what they do, it comes across on camera. And I can't I can't fault it for too many things. I'm really happy with this show. And no, I'm glad I, that they're glad addressing a lot of Andor. the problems. Yeah, no, I'm glad because they're both prequel series. Yeah. Well, no, I'm glad you made the comparison because, like, I was super skeptical for this, super skeptical for Andor. I was lukewarm on Black Panther and what it was actually going to be. And all three of them, I thought, were some of the best entertainment we got um, this year, honestly. I'm happy to eat my foot. And it was a crowded It was a crowded year this year with, with a lot of content. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was a big, big crowded year. Um, I'm going to hold off my comparisons to Andor for an opportunity later in the later in the podcast because that's where my hot takes will start coming in. You know, we brought up the end of the last season. And the thing was is that it just it, – it, the last season just didn't feel like Game of Thrones. It just felt like, you know – High produced special effects. It felt like they were rushing to get it over with. Started get, oh, rushing! That guy rushing all the way from north of the wall. He jogged down, and 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 got a dragon from King's Landing to get back all the way up the continent. In you know overnight, it was just it was just. It, I know there's dragons and it can't be realistic, but it's established like the first episode that it took two months. It took two months for king baratheon to make it to winterfell and all of a sudden they're able to guy on foot just jogging in the snow was able to get a dragon back over there it was it was ridiculous you could have done something with one of them like their eyes just kind like bran communicated or something like that you could have done so many things to make it more like plausible right and but they just it, it felt like they didn't care they just wanted to get out and they delivered something that was very run of the mill. It was run of the mill at the last season. Yeah. Well, the the big problem is they they ran out of the book, right? They ran out of the book. They right, went their right. own tangent. And the good thing with this show is this book is written. There's an ending. Yeah. Every everything's complete. You know? So they can't. They, yeah. they don't have to rely right. on like making stuff up. But they do change things from the book. Which is also pretty. I'm not reading the book exciting. because I don't want to be spoiled for the show. 
I want to go in week to right. week and not know what, what's going to happen. So I've been like radio silent as far as books go. Well, um, I haven't but, read the book. Yeah, either, you can't. You but... can't even really look at. You can't even really look at a an online like Targaryen family um, tree. Family tree because there's spoilers within it. There's spoilers. Now, it's yeah. so complex. It's so complex the family tree that if you just look at it well, the, for like ten seconds, the, you won't get spoiled the because family it's just tree so. Is a circle. <laughs> It's a, <laughs> right, it's right. a the family tree is a Christmas wreath, so you know. it's 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 a Moebius strip. It's a Moebius right. strip that just keeps but on folding back onto itself, right? Yeah. As far as the book goes, I'm also not reading it, but there are things like when these episodes air, there are people who come out and go, "Hey, this didn't happen in the book, right. or this is different." Like with right, um. Right, right. Well, I mean, Lainor? that's any story that's based on... That's any based on a thing. Right. You're going to get that online. That, no, that's I know, just but like, I mean, like, huge right departures. Now, right? Like, I think it's... Is it is it Lenor that... Um, I don't think there was huge departures. There's huge departures. Like, Lenor, uh, that... Uh, what's, her, what's her name? Rain, uh, Rhaenyra? That she marries. The gay guy. Right, he, right. He is supposed... He dies in the book. Like, he definitely dies. But they let him live in the show. Just to say it about the book, the book is written from certain people's point of views that are unreliable storytellers that no one knows what actually happened. That that he actually survived, right. except for a handful of people. The person whose point of view from that would have never known that he escaped. From I but see, I think from what I understand, Game of Thrones is written. From that perspective, like the Song of Ice and Fire. Every chapter is a different point of view character. But House of Dragon, what it's based on, whatever it is, Fire and Blood. From what I understand, Fire and Blood is like a historical novel. It's a right. historical written by character written by characters in Game of Thrones. Right. So like think of it like so the Bible. In one Ariana. shot it so so right. So in one okay. shot so in one shot of 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 House of Dragon, you see this dwarf playing the drums. Right. So he's like this. I think it's the character, but and I haven't read. Uh, well, mushroom uh, is the name uh, of the Fire character. and Blood, but my 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 nephew has. Mushroom? My nephew and my brother has. Yeah, and <laughs> he's just a jester bard kind of entertainer in the thing. Right. And a lot of the stories based on his account. Right. Right. So. It's historians gathering these first-person narratives and kind of like putting it together. So it doesn't matter. I know. Because right. they don't have to follow No, it, I know. Right? But I think that's a good thing that they did in the show to allow the audience to see. Because for all we know, that could be something that bites someone in the ass in the future. For all we know. I don't know. understand. Well, because they let oh, him oh. live. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, no doubt. They well, you, you know live, that's gonna but... have to come back around at some point, right? That's what I'm saying. Like that's something that I mean, they could choose to let it not come back around, but right. I think it's a good thing that they let the audience see that he is alive. They let the audience see. Nobody else knows except for like Damon and Rhaenyra that knows that he's alive. But then there's also or maybe like, a couple of guards that help that happen. Right, and also like Rainey's. Rainey's, um, that episode where she takes her dragon and T complained about this, where she commits like mass murder. First through the floor. <laughs> <At> the... <laughs> yeah. I'd like to hold off that conversation to later in the podcast. too. Well, in that case, that's also something that did not happen in the books. 
Right. You know, I don't think we can blame the unreliable narrator on that part because how do you how do you unreliably unnarrate that? That's something that gen- if if, if it you happened, commit it mass happened. murder, they're gonna yeah. It's it's very different how it happened. Supposedly she got out like a day before, or something right? Like but that. without killing, so she wasn't like even there a thousand for that. People, right? You know, right. so right. But we can get into that later. I think the one thing that we need to bring up first is Patty Considine as King Viserys. Just give him the Emmy right now. <laughs> like just like just like pack it up and give him the Emmy because. If anybody put in a great performance, and there have been a lot of great performances this year, like Bob Odenkirk, by all accounts, I haven't seen um, a Better Call Saul, but by all accounts, he gave a great performance. But I think Patty Considine, I think he has it locked for best actor. I mean, his, his the episode with his walk, I, I think, is it's some of the best performance we've seen. That scene alone, I think that's the scene that like might have locked it in for him. If he puts that in, I think that if HBO puts any episode into consideration, it's that last episode that he is appear he appears in where he walks up. And there's and, the family scene. Yeah, right. yes, yeah. the family. Yep. And the scene of the table. It's like yeah, that's, those, a, that's the most character driven. Those of the, three of this, scenes yeah. where he he walks in, he defends his daughter in front of everybody at court. The scene where he hosts the dinner with his family and wants everybody to be happy and be nice to each other. And then his final scene where he dies. Those three scenes alone are some of the best acting we've seen this year on television. So pack it up, up until voters. Up, up, up until Andor. Hashtag emmy sweeps well, and or sweeps he wants an emmy sweep I, I, for andor I, i'm not gonna i'm no, not gonna no, dispute I mean, that i'm not gonna dispute that right, so, but so, I, so, I wouldn't so, be mad i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into andor now i'm not gonna and patty constantine uh patty what's his yeah, name no, patty constantine you're right yeah i think it's with a d not a t but i i don't know how it's pronounced but his his name is patty which is which is great. He doesn't go by Patrick. He goes by Patty. Um, yeah, he was he was he was unbelievable. He was great, and it got better. And you know, I loved how every episode he just kept falling apart, like just like losing pieces, losing of body parts. <laughs> yeah, since the yeah. since the first episode where he like gets a little bit of a pinprick from the sword yeah. on his arm, and yeah, yeah no, yeah, but yeah. it's just like how symbolic is that? How freaking crazy is that that he gets cut on the Iron Throne? And gets an infection that gets worse and worse over like what, like 10, 15 years, and it kills him? My God. I mean, that they really that, milked that, that though alone. because they, they made it seem like he was going to die every single episode. And then he just kept <laughs> it hanging out. It was so yeah. funny. I'm sorry, but that was like the funniest thing. They just kept making him so decrepit and ugly that by the last episode where he's wearing that gold mask and it's so cool it's so cool and then he takes yeah. it off and you're just like oh sick like i'm sorry like that's awesome that's awesome i i'm all for an andor sweep tea but if patty if 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 game if if house of dragon wins nothing else i wanted to go to patty awards or not hot take i think house of dragon is better than andor I I, I, I know thoroughly you, I know, I know you guys with disagree you. with that, but uh, I thoroughly well, disagree. The thing is, like, it's hard for me to even say, yeah. Definitely. Okay, you brought it up. Okay, I'm, <laughs> let, let me steamroll for a second. 
you brought wait, it. Wait, up. wait, wait. Let's. Br- but why can't we? And, and be, I, I've been avoid. I've been. I've been. No, because I've been avoiding it and avoiding it and avoiding. Because you guys keep on going to the things that I'm trying to put off. So we go, and 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 it all comes down to the scene with the dragon coming in to his coronation to the new king. Uh, I'm. I'm like. I can't. Aegon. Aegon the. Aegon the, ba- the baby. Aegon the third. Aegon <laughs> the third. Is he Aegon the third? I think it's Aegon um, the second. That, that's the problem. They Aegon. all have. They all have the same name. That's part of the problem. They all have too. the same because, name because because John John Snow is Aegon like the sixth. Yeah. So all right. So, and I I don't know the number. So like you know. There's Aegon the Conqueror, which we don't even see on the show, and then there's Baby Aegon. Oh my gosh. Pause for a look up. What, what's um, the queen that wasn't, that never was? Rainies. Rainies. All right. Uh, Rhaenyra, Rainies. Okay. Yeah, I so, know. <laughs> but we'll problem. keep the name the queen, straight. Don't the, worry. I'm team. just we'll, going to say the we'll, between the three of I'm us. Gonna, we'll, I'm going to we'll say the queen that never was. Right. I'm gonna, we'll I'm figure it say out. The king. I have I have the IMDb open in front of me. The queen that never was comes in with the dragon, stops the coronation. Doesn't burn them to the ground because if they did that, then the whole then the show's war over. that is over right. before it started. Over. There's no, the, the season. It was a one shot season, right? And then all these, like, at least three hundred people, must have been slaughtered at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And then the dragon flies away, and I'm like, holy shit, that was intense. This, you know, all these people died, all this thing, and I'm like, wow, and I'm like getting over the episode and then you know they have those little mini documentary responses post episode with the, with, in, with the interview post all that episode stuff. with the filmmaker and the oh talking. i didn't well, watch and any the, of those and one of the, they were after the credits right after like the preview well because you guys watch it live i wait till the next day or so no but it's on, it's on hbo oh. max it's on hbo max it just runs right into it you just stay on and it automatically flips over. I never watched and it. And I forget the... which which one of the showrunners was talking about it. It was talking about the, 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 the occurrence and he goes, well, we wanted to give uh, uh, Rainus her heroic moment. And that's when it hit me because it was like I was digging it and I, and I dig it and I love it. It's great. Give me more Game of Thrones. But it goes into, dude... That was not a heroic moment. That was like the you know it's that that moment you know at the end of 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 the original series where they're like oh should we try a democracy <laughs> democracy listen to this guy and and all of a sudden I'm like that's not heroic she's not a hero she just slaughtered three hundred innocent people but I think it's I think they mean that by the way they framed it. They framed it as a heroic moment. But if you think about it for more than like 10 seconds, you're like, hmm, she killed a whole lot of people just now. Right, right, right. So they framed it as a heroic moment is pretty, you know, correct. But she's not a hero. And then I'm going and thinking about like, so what is this show really about? We're not supposed to be rooting for Aegon, right? We're supposed to be rooting as an audience for Rhaenyra and Daemon, right? So Until now, are we? They pull the are we? On, I mean, yeah, that's I, yeah. that's the good thing oh, about Game me. of Thrones, right? Like, there's morally gray characters that you're gonna have, quote unquote, good guys and bad guys on the same side. And who do you really root haven't, for? Here, haven't you, you know? seen the discussion? Haven't you seen the team black, team green? People have been doing this right. on online. 
but no, trust. People have been so, doing it. If you're wait, wait, let, green, let me, you're let me, let me, let me, I, I, I have no doubt there's all let, kinds let me of things. Right, go, go ahead, Spade. So, all the people in the audience, okay, are supporting Aegon. So, as someone who doesn't support Aegon as a viewer, we shouldn't support those people. So, when they're, when she busts. But those the, people were forced to go in there. Those people were forced to go in there. They were at spear point being forced into the thing. And if they didn't. And if they didn't bend a knee, they would be they're going to get killed, right? No, they're going to be killed. They so they, set, they yeah, right. set that up. We know that. We know that. Right. But they accepted but also him. At the here same it is. Time. So, so here it is. Here it is. But, when I'm leaving Game of Thrones, let me let me get my point. I'm going to shut up afterwards. All right. <laughs> when we're watching Game of Thrones, guys, this is, this is about bad people, right? There's no good people here, and. If it it's my Real Housewives, and I've never seen a Real Housewives episode. I've never seen anything. I heard something like I saw a clip with somebody saying uh, Pinot Grigio and throwing it in somebody's face or something like that. But like this is Real Housewives. This is p- terrible people doing terrible things to each other. Is it a commentary maybe on how how you're corrupted if you're in in power? Of course, but that's a very generalized thing. I mean, that's a very surface thing. So. Game of Thrones, and and you know, coming from an atheist, Game of Thrones doesn't feed my soul. But then, I go, and I see a few minutes of Andor, where you really kind of see how in a in a world that's just as dangerous, in a world that's just fill as as filled with terrible things, people doing terrible things. There's these people trying to come and and there's that little moment where he gets his gun and there the manifesto goes up and he's and the manifesto it's like a it's like a um what's his name's manifesto and it comes in and it's like yes that that the 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 the, the when you're trying to control you're already you're, you're desperate anybody trying to exert control is any 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 form of control is an act of desperation and I'm like you know that feeds my soul. This is why, in the end, Andor's going to win, for for me, my opinion, of course, about that it's better. Because it's about something. You know what the difference is? Andor is about ordinary people doing terrible things to survive. We're watching House of Dragon, where there are royalty. Freaking dragons. Pe- oh, no, royalty. Dra- okay. Pe- Ro- We're spaceships. We're <laughs> no, spaceships. No, but there's listen. princesses in Star Wars. There's, there's all these things. There's princesses in Star Wars, but look at what they're risking. You know, the things that the royal- they're risking lives and limb. There's they're all no, risking the same thing. No, I, I, I don't think there's a difference. And there's a fantasy setting with people who are royalty, and then people in the gutter, and everybody figuring it out. But Andor is talking about something else. Is talking about like like presenting some kind of thing people fighting for a real solution you know what, instead of you know control what this show is talking about and we haven't gotten into it yet is that this show is more than anything is talking about patriarchy and i i know like how you just said like this is a that's a very general thing you know but this show is right, really right. talking about patriarchy because the real conflict is in this show is the conflict between rhaenyra and the conflict between alicent and how both of them right, are they're trapped. the two main characters. They're the right. two main characters more than anybody else. And they are trapped within the confines of patriarchy. 
Rhaenyra is named as the heir to the Iron Throne and it is controversial. Why? Because she is a woman. And as, and as the heir to the Iron Throne, she is not really following any of the rules that she's supposed to do. She is married to uh, Lenor and is supposed to have his babies. In the first episode, we see her mother who dies, unfortunately, and is, says, like, this is what your duty is as a woman. And Rhaenyra is not really interested in that. And she grows up, becomes the heir. She goes on to have babies with somebody who is not her husband. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And then there's Alicent, who is literally manipulated by her father, the hand of the king, to become the wife of, uh, what's his name? Patty. What is Patty's Constantine's King? King Viserys. King Viserys. She is manipulated to become King Viserys' wife, and she does her duty. She goes on to have her babies, and she is not having any pleasure, any fun being with Patty. They specifically focus on the scene, I will not forget this, of her having sex with Patty, and she is not having any sort of fun with it. She is just there to do her duty as queen. And she is so resentful because... Rhaenyra just does whatever she wants without any consequences. Any consequences. And Alicent is so angry about it. She's so angry about it. And I understand it. People are like, I don't like Alicent because she's a hater. I'm like, of course she's a hater. I would be a hater too if I did everything right. Everything I was supposed to do. And then this other person just gets to do whatever she wants and nothing bad happens to her because everybody wants to protect her. And well, this is She's meant problem. to be the future are... ruler of the realm. Right. Right. And it's like and it sucks for both of them. Both of them should be able to both of them should be able to live freely, but unfortunately they're both trapped under patriarchy under different rules. rules. Because, you're right because you remember what what um freaking her uh what's her name her brother-in-law or something like that goes to court and goes her children are bastards and the and and that was a great seat damon chopped his head off not even his head his not face even, his face chopped his face in half let him keep his tongue which was sick and even though everybody knows it's true, Rhaenyra is protected more than she would be if she were anybody else. But because she is the heir to the throne, she is protected when right. nobody else would be. And Alicent is pissed off about that. And all of the actresses that play those girls, um, Millie Alcock and Olivia Cook, and... Oh gosh, I need to look up their names because they're all great. Every single one. No, of them. they did a really good um, job with, with Emmy casting. Carey, they're amazing. Yeah. Olivia Cook, Millie Alcock, Emily Carey. She was the young Allison's. Um, fantastic actresses, all of them. Every last one. I hope they're all recognized. Emma Darcy. Emma Darcy. Uh, before we mess things up, um, Emma Darcy goes by they them pronounces pronouns. Um, they are a non-binary actress, which is great. Um, Emma Darcy was actually just named one of the GQ Men of the Year, which is crazy. 
Um, I think they're the first non-binary person to be recognized in that sense. Um, all of them, amazing, amazing, amazing actors. Um, no, they they all gave great like... performance. I mean, the, the, this is cast phenomenally. I mean, we didn't even talk about Damon yet. Matt Smith, crushed Matt it. Smith, <laughs> crushed uh, it. I mean, he, yeah, yeah, he's he's, great. he's he, like he, the he... new Jamie, right? You you just you hate him, but you love him at the same yeah. time, and you want more of him. Right. But every time he's on screen, you're nervous about what's gonna happen. He's like uh, like Chip Rossetti, right. if anybody watched Boardwalk Empire. I have never seen a 180 done so fast on Kristen Cole so quick. <laughs> it was like the first like two or three episodes, everyone loved him. And then as soon as he turned into an incel hater, he became the most like despised character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody hates Kristen Cole. It's so funny to me. Yeah, he's the worst. He's the worst, but he's so pretty. He is a pretty, <laughs> pretty man. <laughs> he's gorgeous, but it's so funny how everyone's just like, oh, he's so hot. And then as soon as he became an asshole, it was just like, I hate Kristen Cole. And of course, everybody loves um, um, Mark Strong or whoever whoever it was that Rhaenyra had her babies with. Um, oh, the other night. Uh, um, yeah, the other night. Yeah, the other, the other yeah. Um, oh, God. Laris's older brother, and Clubfoot, Laris Clubfoot Strong. He's, oh, he's God. really no, good. No, okay, he's the really... brother of Laris Clubfoot, because God Almighty, Laris Clubfoot... We do not like him. He that, but his what, acting. Wait, are you you really kink well. shaming because of his his foot fetish? Ah, uh, well, I'm not <laughs> kink shaming because of the foot fetish. Because you know what, foot fetishes are probably one of like the tamer kinks. But it's just like, I love how that's the thing that like freaked out everybody the most <laughs> out of right, everything right. that. Yeah. It's just like I I excuse incest, but I draw the line at foot fetishes. But like, it's you know what it is. It's the way that the scene was done. It's like, wait, what is going on here? Yeah. What is she doing? Uh, wait, what's uh, going? On? Oh, uh, that's what's happening. Uh, it's because you were there intimate. You were there intimately with it. It was right? very it, it, yeah. like like the framing that they do in this series is very well done as far as like disturbing people and upsetting people. Um, it's very good. Um, the kid actors are great. Eve Best, too. Eve Best, who Eve Best, who plays uh, the queen who never was, Rhaenyris, Rhaenys, Rhaenys, um, Yeah, she's a, yeah, Rhaenys. She's she's great. I didn't I expect really her like to her. have she, such a big role, but I'm really happy. She's very good. Um, I love all the kid actors. All the kid actors are very good in the show, even as they age up. Yep, right. they're all they're all excellent. I had no problem with. All of the aging, except except for um, uh, Aegon, because when he was really young, it you know it's all fine, but then when he's like, there's like one one episode or two episodes there where they're like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and. He's like in in bed, and his mom is yelling at him, and then the actor that is playing him aged up kind of looks a little younger than him, and it doesn't look like him that at all. That threw me off too. You know, I, I, yeah, that threw me. All the other aging up, I bought it. I bought it. I bought it. I think his you guys, brother, you guys said that when Aegon was like mid middle age, he looked like Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I got. Yeah, um, it was really, really weird. It was just kind of like this. This. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he looked. Uh, he doesn't look anything like the actor, too, other than them all being blonde. Well, I think the problem is too is that because there's so many characters, it's hard to keep track of everybody. Well, that's like, what I was saying before. There, there's a lot of characters. They're changing actors week to week, and their names are so close. Like we keep Rhaenyra, right, Rhaenys. Right, it's good stuff. You know, there's two Erics do, and right. they're twins. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, exactly. Eric, Eric, and Arik. Right. It's so stupid. I'm like, oh, stop that! I can't even tell you guys apart. And then there's Amon and Aegon and Luceris and Jaceris and oh god, and a- Amon, Damon, Raymond, Grayman. It's absurd. It is absolutely absurd. Like there is no way they allow they expect us to like keep track of all this. But like we try, we try. Oh, Amon, what a great character, Amon Targaryen. He's he's such like uh. I want to see him and uh, and uh, Damon, Aemon and Damon go at it. Aemon you know is the mean? one who They're lost just... his eye. Right? Aemon the one eye. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, okay. No, he, he's, one eye. Yeah. he's great. The older actor, he looks like Matt Smith an awful lot. He does, yeah. In my opinion. He, he does, yeah. They, they, they look similar. And you know they're, they're going to go at it eventually. Um, But, I mean, the dragon stuff in this, speaking of like, names being close... In the finale, when Matt Smith runs through all the names of the dragons, he's like, Araxi, Karaxi, Maraxi, and Marixi, and this and that. And it's like, <laughs> that speech in itself is, is insane, but, right? But you know what? It's, 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 it's valid considering how all the Targaryens is just like, oh, hello, you are my father, uncle, brother, sister. Like, <laughs> like right. <laughs> it's but, ridiculous. No, but, but I mean, just in terms of him being able to name all them dragons, like, in that soliloquy that that he's delivering, I mean, like one of the characters, she's her own aunt, right? Right. It's insane. It's sick. Um, here's here's a character we haven't talked about is uh, Riss Ifans, who play he plays the hand of the king, Allison's father. Oh, I tell you, he's um, great. He's he's great. He is unrecognizable to me in this role. Maybe it's the beard. I don't know, but. He's very good in this part, and I think he's the character I probably hate the most, just because it feels like everything is his fault. <laughs> but he's the new Littlefinger, right? He's the Littlefinger of this series. I think he's worse than Littlefinger. I think he's even worse. He's horrible. He is a no. Uh, the what, Clubfoot Strong is is the new Littlefinger. All right, maybe he's he. He's the horny uh, incel. <laughs> He's the new Daddy Lannister. He's the new Daddy Lannister. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, um, Tywin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tywin yeah. Lannister. He's right. the new Tywin. He's well, okay. in any case, I yeah. think. Um, I think. Uh. Uh. So I'm looking at all the things Riss Ephans was in. He's a He's great been in a actor. Lot. He is a Spider Man. Yeah, He's the lizard. Yep. Uh. He's in a movie. I, he's in a movie I love called Pirate Radio. Um, Pirate Radio was what it was called in the U.S. I think it's called The Boat That Rocked in the U.K. He is amazing in that movie. So if you haven't seen that movie, I super duper duper recommend it. Um, I think he was. I think he might have been in Love Actually. I could be wrong, but I'm not sure. Um, what year? The Pirate Radio. I want to say like no, 2008, 2009. 
Love Actually came out in like 2003, 2004. I could be wrong. I think I might be thinking of Bill Bill Nye. Uh, Bill Nye. He's just been in a lot of. He's the just science been guy. In a he's lot a, of, he's uh... <laughs> Bill Nye, not Bill Nye. Um, <laughs> but um, no, um, Bill Nye is very good in this show. Probably one of the. I think he's probably the most high profile actor in the show besides Matt Smith. It's like him and Matt Smith. They're like the big names in the show as far as like actors who? that people know. Matt I mean, Smith, Matt Smith was plays... the only person that I knew. Matt Smith and who else? Bill Nye. No, who, Bill who Nye did he is play? a big actor. Ariani? He... Bill Nye was the Hand of the King. I can't remember his name right now. He plays Allison's father. Um, Otto Hightower. There you go. No, that, um, no, no, no. Rizifons uh, played. Rizifons is Otto Hightower, yeah. Right. Right. You just said Bill Nye. Bill Nye, that's his name. Bill Nye is the actor's name. No, no, Reese Efons. Reese Efons is, 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 is the actor's name. Oh, f- you know why? Because I'm still thinking about freaking love. Actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> so ignore <laughs> I'm me. Like, ignore what are you me. talking ignore... about? No, no, no. That was super incorrect of me. Reese Efons played Otto Hightower. Bill Nye is not in right. House of Dragon. Ignore okay. me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, all these white dudes look alike anyway. Yeah, you know, you know what? what? Yeah, like, all these British actors. <laughs> can't tell them apart. Um, oh, here's another thing that I want to point out that... Well, I guess she ain't pointing out nothing because she just lost connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she's trying to get back uh-huh. on, so we're going to... do. The ho- hopefully she doesn't stop her... Uh, her train of thought. Her our record... Yeah. No, her. Um, we can hear you. We can't see you. Don't, yeah. d- don't stop Garage Band. Whatever you do. There okay. we go. Where was I? And um, we're back. You were talking. You were talking about. Um, you were talking about Bill Nye, the science guy. No, no. <laughs> I was talking about. No, I was bringing up the writers' room, where you can right, tell right. that. Obviously, Game of Thrones got a lot of criticism for having non-white people in just subservient roles and like nothing else but now we have black actors and black characters playing um the sea snake uh, right well yeah the the sea snake's family the whole family that whole family of um who who are descendants of high valeria right they're valerians yes all the valerians are played by black actors um and i think that's I mean, I think it's also like it's part of the criticism that they received from Game of Thrones, um, but also because having... there's because there's a shift in in how we look at the the genre of high fantasy, right? Right. And it's, and it's happened over the last really last ten years. The, well, the same the, thing with Lord the, of the Rings with Rings of Power. Same thing with Lord of the Rings. Same thing with what's happening in Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Um, there's a lot of this kind of conversation going on about they're like because the 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 idea especially and and these and 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 the older Tolkien people are and, and it was just European high fantasy and and they're like well we're just emulating how it was in the Middle Ages this is not they're not a single none of this place is real here 
is based on it is taking place on any year on earth it doesn't exist right they're so, fine with the dragons they're fine with the yeah, insects magic anything could happen but but like, they're not uh, uh, fine with black people black, <laughs> black people being anything other than exoticized foreigners you know be and uh, like barbarians anything that's like familiar to us in like right right the real world but as soon as black people become part of like royalty or become right. part of like an ensemble if they're elves if they're hobbits if they're anything that's not just a slave or anything they're just like this is unrealistic i'm like there are dragons in this right, are right, you right, stupid right. like right so, so i'm so, uh, extremely glad the writers and the casting allowed this to happen because yeah. it also adds to the drama because when rhaenyra has all those strong little babies and none yeah. of them are biracial it right, kind right, of stands right. out it stands out it's, yeah it stands out and it puts her in more problems because none of them little kids are black why aren't your kids <laughs> black yo i mean i'm sorry little uh what are the names of rainira's kids i can't even remember well, luke and uh luke luke and jaceris and little Giseris. Jace, little joffrey yeah. little joffrey they have, that's where joffrey's names come from joffrey's name comes from a gay boy anyway um so yeah i'm really glad that the writers threw that in there i'm very glad that women are in the writer's room and we can tell just because there's a lot less um sexual assault portrayed on the show there's a lot less nudity um which I understand. Like, people are kind of watch HBO because there's going to be tits and ass because it's not TV, it's HBO. But I'm kind of glad there's not as much nudity and sexual aggression in this show. But unfortunately, so, so okay, repla- uh, counterpoint. They replaced it with Ca- birthing trauma. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's it's like, but there's a lot of violence. I don't, no, you know, I, I of don't, of course. Why is it okay? For someone, a a person that we're rooting for, Matt Smith, chopping a guy's head off and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's then it's not for like, you know, uh, uh, which is gratuitous, then a gratuitous sex scene. I think because if how it puts an actor in a situation, you know, when you when you chop off somebody's head, it's not really happening. You know, when you're putting, and obviously the sexual assaults, when you're filming it, it's not really happening. But an actor still has to portray that and still has to go through that, goes go through those emotions at the same time. You know, and I understand, like, you know, they're the, acting. The only thing like, I'm saying is, and I, and I hear what you're saying, and, and right. you know, there's, you know, uh, there, you know it, it's Hollywood has changed since, since uh, you know, Last Tango in Paris, right? So uh, we won't talk about that. But like, <laughs> um, we won't talk about that. My only, and, and, and I agree with what you said, and that's a really good point. But it still finds a straight that, you know, people making love is bad, is, is we shouldn't. And people slaughtering each other, we should. And it just, and you know, and it's even, and I'm, and I'm going to, I'm even saying well, for I'm my. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about making love. I'm talking about assault. I mean, I, I'm saying nudity, all the things. You know what I mean? I just feel like 
it's and it's our culture and and it's even inside me you know what i mean like you know if i'm watching game of thrones with my mom and a dragon is like chewing somebody up i don't feel uncomfortable but then all of a sudden it goes bomb chicka wow wow i'm like oh shit i'm next to my mom right so but i mean how deeply rooted is our 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 approach, shame with our meeting. shame of our our shames of our bodies, our shames of this, our shames of like you know, and all these perfect human specimens that you know that that are shown with, and that we don't we 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 you know shame shame, um, but like it's it's so weird for me, and it's like that that we we don't it's have better to it's better that. right right, but I'm just saying <laughs> but, that but. I, Compared to Game of Thrones, this show was a little tamer. I like when things are sexy. I like things are set when things are sexy. Get a little sexy. I understand. People are in consensual sexy things. You know what I mean? But I'm not. And I get the actor's point of. I I get get the actor's point of view. But when I'm watching a thing, I'm not thinking about the actor's point of view. I'm not. I'm not talking about the consensual sexy scenes. Those are those are fine. I'm fine with consensual sexy scenes. We had one with with Rhaenyra. And Damon on the beach. That um, was kind of like, but you know, I don't know. It's kind of dark mean, and muddy. I mean, it's and an uncle like, and a niece. We can feel took, weird. Took a little too weird. long. It was just, yeah, I felt uncomfortable it, with that. And yeah. it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because we know well, that they're related. You're supposed and to, the scene was, you're supposed to feel uncomfortable, right? You're That's, supposed to feel that uncomfortable. That's the whole point of it? Right. Right, but right. it's it's but dancing also, a line there though. It's dancing a line there. It's dancing Because it was framed romantically, right? But because you're rooting for these people, right? It's framed romantically, and also we kind of know what the Targaryens are all about. So we can't kind of like, we can't, we go into it with our own preconceived judgments about that. But because those judgments don't exist for these people, we kind of go with it. But I'm not talking about stuff like that where it's framed romantically. I'm talking no, about. No, you're, you're talking about from the, the Sansa stuff and with. Um... The Sansa stuff. There's the, there's that one. I think after Joffrey's funeral, there was that scene with Jamie and Cersei. Right. That that scene. I think I think that's the scene where I really turned off of Game of Thrones because I was like, I can't watch this. I can't. And th- this series does not have that stuff but like i was saying they've replaced it with so many scenes of women giving birth and it being like the most horrible wretched thing ever and then they top it with something more over the top right. than they, they show and then really. a lot of those women they lose their babies like it's horrible and it's just like good dear god you know, and i don't want to get into this a lot here in my house that's that was tough some tough scenes to watch of course. But, you know, I mean, I think that works in terms of, like, a theme. Uh, but, you know, those, those that's like, it was it was intense and, 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 and many times very difficult to watch. I don't know how it much else I can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think you difficult. have to. But. You don't right. have to because we get yeah, it. Yeah. But it's also yeah. difficult even, but it also brings back, like, you know, Game of Thrones having those sexual assault scenes. Like, how difficult it is for some people to watch that stuff because it is very bristled and is very real. So, you know, it's like a double-edged sword because, you know, I think the writers kind of thought like, we're gonna, we're, we're not gonna have sexual assault scenes, but we're gonna have different scenes that are also visceral and violent. But it's not that a man is forcing this violence on a woman, but it's the violence that woman, that women, cisgender women, I should say, experience um but again it's also more of the theme of patriarchy 
These women are trapped by patriarchy, no matter what position they're in. All right. So what we're saying is more scenes more scenes like the one with Tyrion where he's drinking wine and all the women are giggling in bed. That one? That's like we could have more scenes like that, right? If we could have more fun scenes like that where women <laughs> are enjoying just, themselves. Yes, yes, that's what I, I would like be completely for I, I, I would love to see that. I am so sad we were robbed of scenes of Rhaenyra and Sir Harwin Strong together. Because you could, we only had one episode of the two of them kind of just like. strong, like like her coffee. I like him strong. Mm -hmm. I like him strong. Except for Laris. I do not like him. But I like Harwin (laughs) Strong. I love Harwin Strong. He He is daddy. And we got one episode with him before he was unceremoniously burned to death by his brother. But apparently they did film a scene. They filmed a lot of scenes that didn't make it. They filmed the, the wedding with Alicent and right, yeah, I saw I saw pictures of that, they, right? They, and I'm like, that's a lot of money. This show costs a lot of money. Like, right. I don't well, know if you guys have seen They spared no expense. The, they spared no expense, but this show costs a lot of money. And it's crazy to me that they cut a wedding scene with Viserys and Alicent. They cut a scene. They Weddings are slow. Scenes. Weddings are slow. But the, like, yeah, they, no, already had, they already had one, right? They show, uh... that, that's, But that scene was I, like, oh, what, oh, two minutes? You know why they cut it? Because You know why they didn't? They cut it? Because no one died. You gotta somebody has to die in the Game of Thrones wedding. <laughs> well, right. So probably, probably nobody right. died. And they were like, Hey, we can't we can't put this in here. And we're gonna put it they cannot Game of Thrones cannot no, but put you know a what? wedding they with without, without a, murder. Without, death. without someone dying. Well, either way, they cut that scene, which I probably would have liked to see. They cut those scene they cut scenes with Harwin Strong and Rhaenyra fooling around so that way the audience could connect that oh these are his children um god knows what else they cut those are the only two scenes i can think of off the top of my head the special effects is great with the dragons and the dragon fights it's, it's like house awesome. of the dragon we haven't talked about any of the dragons let's wrap up with some of the dragon stuff because i thought all of the dragon stuff was just phenomenal the, the, it's the very whole show. well done I mean, right, the right, two right. scenes on the bridge when I was like the first or second episode, Rhaenyra lands on the bridge uh, on Dragonback and, and has her confrontation with Otto or not Otto, um, with Damon to get the egg back yeah. that he stole. Right. Yeah. That was awesome. I love the scene where um Aemon goes to steal. What's Caraxes? Is that the biggest dragon? I think so. No. Um, what's... I can't the, keep them all straight. The one that that Matt Smith goes down to um where the Damon goes down to get at the end of the other thing. He goes down even deeper under 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 King's Landing to find this like other crazy hidden dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another one underneath there. Yeah. Vagar. Vagar is the biggest dragon. That's the one that, that eats Luke. At the, okay, so at that's Eamon's dragon. Aemon's dragon is is Vagar. Right. So that dragon that dragon belonged to one of the wives Lane, of Aemon the Conqueror. Lena. Da- no, no, that was Damon's wife. Right, but there's another dragon underneath. That who did Matt? What dragon did Matt Smith go to see? We don't know. I can't keep track of any of their names. But it's in the books. All the dragons. In- all the dragons look really cool. 
um, definitely convincing. I think we brought up in our Ted's chat that the episode where um, Luke or Jaceris, what I can't tell, I can't keep track of those two names, but the younger son. Yeah, Luke. That's the, the one who gets eaten. Luke. Yeah. Right. So that scene where he's flying his dragon and trying to escape from Vagar, like that was filmed in front of the volume. Um, right. And it looks pretty good. It no, did it, look it good. It looked great. It looked great. And I love that it showed that no matter the bond you have with your dragon, there's still dragons and you can't control them. Because it uh, wasn't. Yeah. Oh, it oh wasn't that was right. different from the book. So, so that, that dragon. Was different from the book, supposedly. Where they that said, dragon that Damon goes to see is named uh, Vermithor, and he's the second largest dragon. Well, in any case, I think I think I was really impressed by that change. Apparently, that was like a big change from the book. And I know you guys say the book has an unreliable narrator, but, but what change again? Assume, where. Um, Vagar eats Luke. Right, right, right. In the in the show, we see that just um, that Aemon is like, no, don't do it. Like he's trying to control his dragon, that the dragon is not controllable. The both of them, the both of them try to control. Yeah, but I I think that's what he said in the moment. I think when he goes back, he's gonna say he did it on purpose. Well, we'll see because the seasons, the next season, they both lost control of their dragons. They, they both, both lost, lost control. Right. That, control well, that, of their that's dragons. the point that I was making. They're dragons; right, and you can't yeah. control them. They're going to do what they want to do. Now, now, in defense, in defense of all these changes, yeah, George Washington never chopped down a cherry tree. Well, <laughs> that case, was a th- that was a story that was invented <laughs> right like a hundred is... years after the, the the after he was dead. So right. let's you know what I mean. Let's not worry too much about no, no, keeping no, it but like I think you know the point. The thing I think the point of them doing that of showing the audience that is thematic because this show is about the fall of the Targaryen dynasty and the reason the Targaryens elevated themselves above everybody else was because of their dragons. And Patty Constantine, I think he says it in the first episode, that the dragons... It, the Our dragon power is an illusion, right? Right. right. They can't right. really... They're, they're, these are creatures. These are animals. You can't really control them. You can train them. But it's like freaking... What's What are, what are the tiger guys' names from Las Vegas? Siegfried oh, and Roy? Oh, Siegfried and Roy, yeah. Yeah, tigers are tigers they're gonna you know one of them got their freaking face scratched off and 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 eaten off because you can only control an animal so much and i think it's thematic that they're saying that ariana you're so speciesist it's like shut up a tiger's a tiger tiger you try playing with a tiger see what happens every every day i had to put them out down the stairs and lock the door so they don't (laughs) come up and start biting me no your cat is basically a tiger Right. <laughs> yeah. If he yeah. was if he was the size of a tiger, I would not survive. He still exactly. even though he loves no. me, he'll still kill me. He just Exactly. <sighs> That's your the cat point, your cat that... thinks he's Ver- Vermeer. <laughs> Vermax. The thing with the Targaryen dynasty fell. Ginsburg would straight because... up murder my ass. <laughs> the Targaryen dynasty fell because they not only could they not control themselves, their own drama. They could not control their dragons. Well, I mean, it says it in the opening monologue of the show. The only thing that could destroy House Targaryen was House Tiger- Targaryen. And this is right. the House of Dragons. The dragons, they gonna burn everything down.
Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, notallpods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. But, um, uh, you listen, Game, uh, House of Dragon, I'm just going to say Game of Thrones, um, uh, but this, this, uh, you know, House of Dragons is, uh, no, I'm just saying House of Dragons, um, is really good Game of Thrones. And if we're going to talk about, like, wait, pause, what the T, la- what are you playing with? <laughs> He's clicking his, uh, air buds. You need yeah, a stress I ball. Hear the- <laughs> or just, you need something, you need something not noisy. <laughs>